0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Andrew and Andrew on Texas criminal defense. I'm with Mr. Decker.
1: Hello, Mr. Harreth. I'm Hi. Andrew Decker. Well, 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 Man, good I'm, to see you. It is good to be seen and heard. Uh, we, we missed one.
0: We missed one. Yeah, sorry. Technical we did 50 straight chalets. without
1: missing one, <laughs> and we've missed one recently. That's but, all right. I, you know, I've, I worried about it a little bit, and then I realized some of the uh, professional, cause this, this is an amateur production. It's still tell. our hobby. Right. Yeah. Uh, professional ones that actually like have sponsors. We're still looking at you, Topo Chico, Whataburger and Tesla. Yeah. Um, any of you guys just give or, us four others. We're, we're, <laughs> we'll sell our soul. We're criminal sure. defense attorneys. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, have had people go, Hey, I had to have gallbladder surgery. I'm sorry. I missed the last three episodes or we're moving or something like that. And, yeah. and we've missed one. Uh, and so we're acknowledging that and we're moving on.
0: Yeah. Get it's over not, it. Yeah. <laughs> get over it, y'all. <laughs> we're back. That's all It's important.
1: That's right. That's right. And I do do appreciate like the 25 downloads a week we've gotten even, even though, at, yeah. right, right. So look at us having people listening to our podcast.
0: They want us. They really, really want us. They like us. me. They yeah. really
1: like me. <laughs> well, they like you anyway.
0: Well, um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Okay. I so it's it. November one.
1: Hey, we're we're back. The temperatures are cooler. They are.
0: The leaves are, eh, starting but, to fall a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. It it's still Texas,
0: but it's like some of our favorite
1: pastime. It's right? the most uh, wonderful <laughs> time. Oh, and it's not Christmas yet. No, that's right. It's hunting season, and we're not talking dove. I I, I hate hunting Woo. dove. It's hot when you hunt dove. Oh yeah. No.
0: That
1: that's that's for the birds, but a bunch. Um. No, we're talking, talking whitetail and turkey hunting. Yeah. But primarily, we're going to talk about whitetail hunting because that generally starts November the 6th. What do you, what do you mean generally? Well, it depends. There uh, you go. There you go. There's our there, favorite answer. There's our favorite lawyer answer for the day. Um, there, there are youth seasons and game management seasons and yeah. archery and muzzle, muzzle loading yep. and, and, so, and county specific uh, sometimes. So always check your hunting guide. How do you get a hunting guide now? Online. You get them online. Yeah. I don't even know if they have the hard copies. I haven't gotten the hard copy the last couple of years.
0: Honestly, I didn't because I didn't go dove hunting. I didn't, I haven't gotten my license yet. So I don't know if they're gonna hand out a paper copy or not.
1: Right. Yeah. They didn't I didn't like get one annual. last year. I
0: think they call it the annual. Right. Yeah.
1: Um and now uh I didn't I didn't even get the sleeve to put it in this year. They they didn't have any sleeves. So I really had to use last year's sleeve. But it does prove I have are we gotten barbarians? my license. This is ridiculous. We, we, it is uh, anyway. So Andrew and I both enjoy hunting. Yeah. Um, uh, and so we realized we had not ever done an episode on some of the hunting violations that occur, um, and then some of the some of the periphery things around hunting that occur.
0: Yeah. You know, we, we, these topics usually come up because we talk about this stuff incessantly. I'm sorry for all those who have ever had a conversation or listened to a conversation with Andrew and I, Right, but we were talking about that hunting seasons coming up and, and I've had clients who were like, Hey, you know, I, I got stopped by the game warden. Mm, Uh, well, you know, I was fishing or I was hunting and, you know, I had something on me. I shouldn't have had, uh, and that just kind of gets our wheels turning or, or I thing.
1: didn't have something I was supposed to have.
0: Oh yeah. Right. Or I didn't have my license or whatever. I'm thinking more like, you know, I, I, there, I've had cases where, you know, people have found methamphetamine game wardens have found methamphetamine on some of my clients and they were stopped for, you know, because the game warden really is like all powerful in the state of Texas.
1: Right. So, and, and we'll get to some of that reason it's, it, it's in the code. Yeah. Um, Uh, but it's in there. So continue. Sorry.
0: Yeah. So, you know, in talking about this, we had a, a, an episode, um, not too long ago where it's like, you know, common traffic violations that, uh, that get some of our clients in, in some pretty hot water and hunting violations are the same thing, right? You know, it's, it's kind of the same area, right? It's yeah. uh,
1: If you watch. So one of my favorite shows bull, well, I do like bull, (laughs) bull, I'm surprised. I can't deny I'm surprised that.
0: you're not going to be talking about bull right now.
1: No, I'm going to talk about Lone Star Law. It's, oh all, my it, gosh. It, it, it's, it's the show that follows uh, Texas Park and Wildlife Department around. It's a fun show and some of it, you know, so yeah, they'll, they'll be like, I don't know hey. if
0: like the eye roll that I'm giving Andrew is really like if you're picking it up uh, over the airwaves. Oh, they can hear it. It's <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they'll occasionally Continue, have somebody that, that, that gets picked up for like meth or on a warrant. That they were just checking their license and they're like, Hey, uh, what fell out of your pocket when you pulled your wallet out? You know, something like that. And you're like, Oh yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I've had, I've had a guy that was just, it wasn't hunting, but he was fishing just on the wrong side of a buoy. Right. So he's in, he's in, uh, it's like basically trespassing. He's fishing in, um, waters he shouldn't be in. Right. And, uh, yeah. And had methamphetamine in a cigarette pack and uh, done yeah exactly and right and just so yeah so rolls down so, so from if there.
1: if i went into law enforcement i've told i've told you this and i may have mentioned on the show at some point if i were going to law enforcement i would want to do
0: game warden, game warden. It, it's
1: yeah. i think it's well first of all i love the outdoors i love hunting um i love protecting our our state in that sense yeah um so so for me this is actually a lot of fun this is gonna and, be a fun you
0: know there's no gate that can keep you out
1: really very you know, little very I mean, little
0: really uh it, it, that and being like a county trapper you know that that's essentially go wherever the heck you want
1: wherever you're needed
0: wherever you have gun will travel
1: yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: well you know it is what it is but you know there there are a lot of violations um that it is highly regulated highly regulated
1: and in, in part because let's be honest there are several reasons it's highly regulated one, wildlife are not considered the property of the landowner who, oh, yeah, right. who owns right. the wildlife, the state, the state. Yeah. So the Turkey, the squirrel, the armadillo, the uh, mountain lion, the white tail, any of those animals are owned by gator. the state, the gator. <laughs> right. And we're talking about hunting. We're not talking about fishing today. Um, yeah. we, we may do that another time. We just don't have time to cover it all.
0: Well, and this is one of those things, right? Like the the general public, owns all of these you know the state being the the government um is the owner but and so it's not like you know a lander would be like those are my animals because i am the general public yeah okay buddy uh d- it doesn't really work like that right you know you although you buy- although
1: i know that most people consider these are my deer right sure especially if they own enough property where they kind of manage a herd yeah um uh they, they start getting attached to those deer
0: sure yeah right. but but, but, but you
1: technically know, they're owned by the state. Yeah, they're still
0: not. Yeah. Um and 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 also it's a dangerous hobby. I mean, you are shooting a firearm. It it is a dangerous Or archery,
1: thing. some of us are archery hunters.
0: Well, okay, but for the general But season, it's still a deadly weapon. It it is. Yeah,
1: sure. Right.
0: It's a, it's a projectile that that is inherently dangerous. So that's another reason why it would be pretty highly regulated.
1: Right. Um, and, uh, they will change those laws periodically. Like now generally a buck has to be outside the years to be harvestable or they have to be, um, an unforked, uh, why, because we're trying to increase the age and therefore also genetics of the population because, uh, there had been some overhunting of bucks and people were starting to take little six points that were a year and a half or two and a half years old. And they just, yeah, it's like it's like taking a 13 year old boy and saying, well, he's a full grown man. Eh, okay. Not really. Yeah.
0: You know, I wasn't sure where that analogy was going. I'm glad it ended there though. That's yeah. Great. Um, so, but you know, we are as a, I think as a population concerned about the health of our wildlife, especially our deer, uh, they're beautiful to look at and and something that a lot of people take great pride in. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, the, the, there's regulations around the, the wasting disease that's going around, right? Certain uh, counties,
1: you have to, you have mm-hmm. to, you have to report it and say, if there were any signs of the chronic wasting. Yep. Um, why? Because it can really hurt a population.
0: It really can. Yeah. And so, you know, over time, as we become more aware of these biological ecological issues, uh, affecting the deer population in the state, uh, you can expect more regulation or changes in regulation. So as we always say. Consult the regulations, consult the updates, Right. consult an attorney if you need to, Mm -hmm. if you're just that unsure about it.
1: Yeah, make sure you read those guidelines. Yeah. For example, one of them that that went to the benefit of the hunter this year, uh, pronghorn antelope went from being like a nine-day season to a 16-day season or something to to that effect. Again, look it up. Um, I'm not a pronghorn hunter, but I noticed it as I was preparing for this. Um, And for the pronghorn hunter, that's a big deal. You've almost doubled the season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It makes it a lot more, um, convenient for, for those hunters out there and out West, you know, they're, they're talking about the, the bear population is rebounding out in the mountains out West. So if it keeps doing that, we may see a bear season at some point. Right.
1: Right. Um, but remember all those are owned and and regulated and there's lots of regulations with it. So a few things that that are obvious, you have to have a license to hunt in the state of Texas. Mm say it ain't so it is so and those run from uh september 1 through august 31 and they're generally available as early as august the 1st um and so if you are hunting you have to have that on your person right that doesn't mean in the hunting lodge that doesn't mean in your truck it actually means on your person i'm going to be honest i carry mine in my backpack because i'll change pants during the course of of a hunting trip, but I'm going to carry my backpack with me every time and, I go you out.
0: don't want to put on somebody else's pants. I've yeah, had to, that, I've that, had to that, use that as a, as a defense and trial. And
1: yeah, these aren't my pants and you find that work. Right. Right. Um, you but, also have to have proof of your hunter, hunter's education. And I know this one because this is one that, that caught me. Not, not that I violated it, but I'm uh, of a certain age, September 1, 1971. If you were born after that date, you have to have proof that you've taken your hunter's education. You're supposed to have it with you. Um, and again, I keep it in my backpack. And the reason I know that is because I'm September 27, 1971. I am less than a month too old, too young. So, yeah. I, so I had to get my hunter's safety license.
0: You're not grandfathered in. I'm
1: right? not grandfathered in, although people think I'm old enough to be a grandfather. Exactly. And I'm not, at least nope. not that I'm aware of.
0: You're not. <laughs> <laughs> we got some explaining to do um right. yeah and that and that is another thing too when you if you have your hunting license uh you know the default is going to be probably for you know maybe dove maybe whitetail you can get specific uh, uh wildlife specific licenses so look at your tags when you get it and make sure that you actually have a tag
1: for what you for are hunting what you're hunting Right, if you go out during deer season with a, with a 30-aught 6 and you say you don't have a white tail tag, you only have fishing licenses, yep. You're hunting without a license. Yeah.
0: And what happens then if if that's me and I go ahead and I take a whitetail in that instance?
1: Well, now you're harvest you're you're hunting without a license, you've illegal harvested. Yeah. You've um uh you know, there's the, so many. Those things, are just, right? just where we're starting. I
0: mean it, uh, yeah, so so it's not just like a one little violation. Like it can very quickly snowball out of control. Right.
1: And and just to give you an idea, they can then seize the meat. They will generally donate that to uh, the hungry. Um, they will seize the hide or any, uh, you know, th- anything that you think would normally be usable. Uh, or salvageable so let's say it's a it's a nice buck they're yep. they're not letting you keep those horns they're
0: not letting you keep anything
1: um and they could then seize your weapon and your ammunition as evidence in the crime
0: yeah and are you gonna get that back andrew
1: that depends
0: maybe right maybe right uh, That's maybe a, not
1: right but uh, but here's the deal it one of the thing one of the few things that I've actually accepted as collateral from some clients who, who knew they had to slow down their payment has been their hunting rifle. Yep. Why? Because in Texas, a man who has or a woman uh, who has a hunting rifle, they will do anything they can to get it back. Right. That's right. So, yeah, if the game warden seizes it and seizes all the weapons you have with you. You might not have a hunting rifle right now, and then you're trying to find a hunting rifle and get it sighted in, and uh, no. Well, the, I mean,
0: there, there's that process, but also like your ability to get a hunting license in the future can be uh, hindered. Can be hindered, yeah. It can be restricted. Um, you know, I mean, there's there's so many things. So when we're talking about like penalties for a lot of the violations of the Parks and Wildlife Code, you know, we're we're talking primarily misdemeanors.
1: Right. Mostly, mostly it's going to be a classy misdemeanor. There's going to be a fine only offense. Yeah. Um,
0: but that doesn't mean like you just pay a fine to a JP. I mean, all of those things, the the confiscation of your weapons, the loss of your license for a certain amount of time, that is still potential penalties for you. Right. Um. Uh, on top of that, you know, $500 fine to the local authority. Um, but this can really snowball out of control. Right. So, yeah. you know, if uh, if you are crossing fences Onto private property that you don't have permission on uh, you know what are we what are we talking about
1: Well that'd be a criminal trespass yeah um, right and normally a criminal trespass is a well if it's a first and you're just get you b- might just get a warning and you know now you've gotten rid- written or oral notice and you don't come back yeah right that might be what you get yeah. right if if it's a first time and you've been told or you had reason to know, um you had notice and and we'll talk about that in a second yeah uh you're probably at a class b but what did we say we normally have when we have when we are hunting oh
0: you mean that deadly weapon that deadly weapon that that's slung across my back <laughs> i mean i i don't hunt with a you know like a a, a knife you know I'm well that's still a deadly weapon still but yeah but it's not like a projectile i mean i guess it could be
1: Right. All right. That analogy was dumb. But that bow, if I'm bow hunting or that uh, rifle, um, those are deadly weapons. And criminal trespass, according to the Texas uh, uh, Penal Code, is a Class A misdemeanor if the person carries a deadly weapon during the commission of the offense.
0: Oh man. Okay, so we just doubled our exposure there from a class B to a class A,
1: and that's just assuming all they got us on is that I'm on someone else's property and I had notice, and I'm carrying a weapon.
0: And we keep saying notice, right? I mean, okay, so if, if I'm out in the middle of nowhere, and to be honest, I just don't really know where I'm at. There's a fence there, but you know, there's fences all over, and who really cares? You know, who really cares?
1: Mm, yes. So. So offense. Yeah. So so again, under the criminal trespass in the in in the penal code, uh, there are definitions of notice, Um, and some of these are pretty obvious. Uh, Oral or written communication by the owner.
0: Hey man, stay
1: off my property. Right. No trespassing signs. Okay, we see Um, those a lot. You know, they'll say like "posted." You know, posted.
0: No trespassing.
1: The the lot next to ours, right, is empty and it either says private property or private property, no trespassing that's notice, right? right? That's not public property. I can't just go walk over there. Um, now it's a vacant lot, but, yeah. but I heard from someone recently that parked uh, a truck and trailer there to make a delivery that they were told by the, by the local law enforcement, Hey, you need to move that. That's private property. Yep. Yeah. Right. That's could, sense. that, that is criminal trespass warning. Um,
0: so a fence a sign um you yeah know, fencing the- that's
1: designed to to mark a a to, to exclude extruder intruders or contain livestock so that three wire bob wire fence mm-hmm. is notice notice under
0: this code
1: right absolutely if you don't know that i'm just crossing from one pasture to the next of the same owner's property you have to assume that that fence means don't cross this line. Yeah. Um, so yeah. D- and if you, right. So don't cross it. I'm, I'm not,
0: here's some, here's something too, um, that I learned, uh, you know, maybe about 10 years ago, but I grew up in a suburb of Houston. I had no real reason. I didn't grow up hunting. I had no real reason to know this, but the, the people who grew up in smaller towns like you, you know, probably grew up with this. but purple paint, Yeah, gate or posts,
1: right, or on the trees,
0: or on the trees. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, Uh, you'll occasionally if you're driving around, and this is something that, um, occasionally I'll see it and I'll go, I know that means something. What does that mean? Uh, the purple lines they've got to be vertical. No, they've got to be horizontal. Right, vertical is up and down. Horizontal is like the like the horizon.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, they have to be at least an inch thick. They have to be no less than like eight inches long. Um, they have to be between three and five feet off the ground they have to be noticeable and they have to be every they have to be periodic and there's it's exact on how close they have to be or not close yep okay but basically you've got to if there's that purple line there doesn't have to be a fence it's a way to say this is private property do not cross this line so if i'm driving down the road and there's open forest and i see the purple lines i can't just go walk off in that forest i can't walk off in that field i can't doesn't have to be a fence doesn't have right. to be a sign the purple basically spray paint line
0: is notice is yeah, notice
1: right. right the other thing is go out in west texas where they grow cotton and wheat and soybean and a lot of it there are no fences right if a field is in cultivation yeah right and that means It's being cultivated. It's growing something. It's been harvested. Anything that would say that that's a cultivated field, that is also notice. Yeah. Right. Because no one's cultivating uh, unless they have the rights to that property. Right. Um, All those things are notice. This is private property. You aren't supposed to be here.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, That is a criminal trespass. Right. right. So if you're, if you cross a fence, and you're like, well, nobody told me. Like, well, sorry, buddy.
1: Yeah. You walk off in that soybean field, that cornfield. Yeah. Ignorance
0: um, is not a defense under the law.
1: Under the law. Yeah. I saw your look. You're like, well. yeah, you know, I'm pretty ignorant. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, so, Andrew, I, I'm hunting. I, take a shot a, a decent shot but a, you know even a good shot a deer can run 100 150 yards yeah. and you notice I'm talking about hunting because I'm I'm saying things like bob wire and hundred, hundred, <laughs> 100 100 uh, in my and I will also maybe talk about my dog these are ways you know I'm talking about hunting my west texas accent yeah, just comes, comes out, out. Yeah, i mean exactly. I, I am a trained opera singer i can enunciate with the best of them right i start talking about this and smu uh, grad right and right yeah, i mean I, as I'm,
0: cosmopolitan as they come right except when hunting
1: yeah yeah, yeah now i'm suddenly I'm, I'm i'm andrew bob from west texas <laughs> <laughs> uh so anyway i sh- i i, I attempt to harvest an animal Mm -hmm. i shoot a whitetail. it runs 150 yards which is not a terribly long distance um uh, especially bow hunting and it crosses a fence right do i have to go get it
0: well you'd have to uh, this is like a a danged if you're do, danged if you don't type situation right because if you leave it you're wasting wildlife right and that's a that is a that's an allation um, if you, uh, cross the fence, that's a criminal trespass. It potentially class a misdemeanor to retrieve yeah, that animal,
1: especially if I take my bow or my rifle with me.
0: Yep, exactly. So, uh, so I think best, uh, you know, best, best practice would be know the landowners around where you are hunting. Yes. Okay. And that way you can just call them up, maybe even let them know ahead of time. Hey, I'm, I'll be hunting right here. If a deer gets away and. It's on your property. Can I go and retrieve it? But you're going to want to make sure you touch base with that landowner prior to crossing. Yeah, Technically, you're
1: supposed to give them notice. I've wounded an animal. It crossed onto your property. I'm going to go get it. Yeah. Um, because, well, mostly it's it's to protect you. Again, we are in Texas. Oh, man. There, there are landowners. They find a stranger on their land. They are pulling a gun. Exactly. They don't care what you're there for. Yep. Um, but also... It, it's just, it, it's how you have good neighbors, right? Yeah. Um, that way they know. And probably if you live, if it's someplace you lease or, or own and you know, them well, they may say, Hey, you know, yeah, come on over. We know you. Um, of course we know you're hunting on a weekend that we're going to be out of town. Don't worry about it. Come get it, but have that permission. Yeah. Maybe if, if they're not going to be around, have it in writing.
0: Yeah, man. Right.
1: That, exactly. it's just not that hard. Right. Um,
0: Because if they're not around, maybe they got other people who are and they don't know you. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's this is, you know, anytime what there's very uh, compared to other states, there's very little like open public land in the state of Texas. Right. right? There's a lot of privately owned land. And so especially if you're hunting and you don't live there like you are leasing, maybe it's a new lease or you're just not familiar with it these these violations can really escalate and you may be thinking like all right andrews uh this is kind of like um something that's never never going to happen to me you know how many times any of our clients say that
1: it well and i've seen it on lone star law
0: okay well uh (laughs) i've seen it it's reality
1: let's let's so um it's a real show it's not a script
0: so um (laughs) If you have not seen that uh, it, it, show. It maybe, is
1: obvious that Mr. Harris does not approve of my TV enjoyment.
0: It, it is what it is, man. <laughs> it is what it, um, that and bull. I mean, you, you lost me when we, when you started talking about bull, uh, cause that's what that show is just a bunch of, and, uh, uh, but you know, whatever, you know, everybody's entertained in different ways, I guess. So <laughs> what I was saying is you just, just, you know, remember the golden rule, like treat others like you want to be treated. If you had land and somebody's crossing over onto it, you'd probably be pretty upset. So just make sure that you are uh, abiding by that requirement. Now, uh, the like a game warden, right? Like people are thinking like, okay, but I got to get caught doing this stuff. And how hmm. people, you know, nobody's going to come onto this property to make sure that I'm abiding by the law, right? Isn't that where your Lone Star Law comes in?
1: Well, lots of times... Those are, um, yes, it, it is where they come in, right? Where where does the where does the game warden show up? And like, they'll show episodes where somebody's just walking along the the pier in Corpus and just asking to see fishing licenses, right? That that's pretty easy. Um, but can a can a game warden come on to my property? during during hunting season can
0: let's ask this can a game warden yeah uh come onto your property without a warrant
1: yeah probably yeah the answer is probably um and i would say likely um yeah i think i think because if they're looking for uh wildlife resources they have a lot of ability so wildlife resources any animal bird reptile amphibian fish or form of aquatic life or part of the said, uh, that include, you know, would be hunting, catching or possession regulated by this code. So again, let's go with, with, with Turkey and whitetail. So if you have Turkey or whitetail on your property, probably You're they can come and, and check it out. You're in Texas. So You're in Texas. So likely. likely. <laughs> so just so you know, We've got a little buck that comes through the front yard here at the office on a regular basis he was here yesterday afternoon while I was here
0: mm, not anymore buddy well, just kidding no, I didn't kill him don't yeah, worry yeah that would be um, weird.
1: He, he, he wouldn't meet the regulation outside the years just so you know um, but technically it <laughs> means though that that they could come and look at least what would be reasonable uh, even though we're inside the city limits because there's a wildlife now I can't shoot inside the city limits there's some right, lots of right, other right. reasons. But that's all it takes, yeah. right? So most of the state probably could say, you know, there's some wildlife resources there. So, and so
0: yeah, and that's that's a good point, right? Because because the wildlife resource is present on the on the property, or they mm-hmm. reasonably believe that they will be that they are present. And, and so yeah, go ahead.
1: So if the game warden uh, or other peace officer, but really we're going to talk about game wardens, observes a person engaged in an activity regulated by this code, in other words, hunting, preparing to hunt. Um, anything that requires a license permit or tag they can then ask to see your license your tags the contents of any receptacle commonly used to store or conceal wildlife so your ice chest your fridge your freezer um And that can be at your residence, at the temporary residence. So that's the hunting lodge, the clubhouse, the cabin, the tent, the manufactured home, the hotel room, motel room, um, the back of your truck. Uh, Yeah, You know, it gets really kind of any place where you could legitimately store all or part of a harvested animal they can look at.
0: Yeah. Coming into your garage, looking in your now, so they,
1: right. They probably can't look in the, you know, Jerry Goldstein's, you know, they can't look in my underwear drawer. Right. Right. But they can look in my freezer to see how much meat I have. Yeah. They can look in uh, you know, see if, see if and and if they find meat from a harvested animal, is it properly tagged? Are there tags present? Are they my are there are they my tags yeah. or tags with somebody who's traveling with me right because I can't I can't take your animal home it's not mine also I can't use your tag so let's say that you know I've tagged out right I've, right. I've met my limit I can't use mr. Harris's tag so that I can take more to your home
0: yeah it'd be like hey you know I'm not gonna be able to go out this last weekend why don't you take the rest of my unused tags and, right nope yeah not non-transferable right um but but i you know that is if uh but a game warden right we kind of mentioned like if they observe but not only if they observe somebody in a in a uh, hunting or preparing to hunt or whatever but who they reasonably believe is doing those things so they don't even have to know for a fact right or have seen it with their own eyes they just reasonably believe and they can do all those things they can go in to all those places
1: so especially over the net, you know, let's say this is the first hunting doesn't begin until the sixth. One of the common things that happens around the fourth or the fifth, Mm -hmm. how do I get a jump on the hunters in my, in my area? I go out a little early. Yep. Right. So they hear a single shot around six o'clock at night. If they think they can figure out where it came from, they're coming to check. Oh yeah. They're coming to check those. And it is not uncommon for game wardens to go to known hunting camps on the Friday night before season opens on Saturday and say, I need to see everyone's rifle, everyone's licenses and everyone's ice chest. Yep. Why? Because there are some men and women out there that just, they're like, well, you know, and I've heard this, I haven't seen it personally, the, I'm going to take a dough tonight for us to have for dinner. Right. And they kind of go, it doesn't really count. You know, we, we took the back straps out. It was a small dough. We, we fried it up. We ate it here. We left the carcass. Um, well, no, that counts. Yeah. You've harvested wildlife. Yep. You've hunted out of season. You've cheated. Yeah. Right. When, when my wife and I watch football and they throw a flag, we don't necessarily, we don't say it's a penalty. We're like cheating on the offense, (laughs) (laughs) cheating by the hunter. Yeah. Right. And you don't want to be cheated
0: or yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't want to be a cheater. Yeah. So, right. so yeah. And you know, that, that's uh, that's why I, at the top of the show, we just kind of were joking like the, the game warden is all powerful in the state of Texas. Not only that, but most of them are licensed peace officers. So if they're driving, well, they, are, town, they are,
1: they are licensed peace. And officers.
0: Uh, is it a requirement? Cause it used to be not, you didn't have to be a licensed peace officer, but, I think they all are now, right? I,
1: I can't, I don't know any of them that are not.
0: I don't know any of them that are not either, but I don't know that for a fact. But anyway, so if you're driving through town, I mean, they, they can pull you over for speeding. I mean, they, they have, um, I, I think because they're a licensed peace officer, I think they have that. They're not going to mess
1: with that. But if you're, if you're driving through town in a pickup and there's a big old ice chest and you've got a they dog crate antlers. in the back. Yeah. yeah. They see some antlers. <laughs> um, but if they, but if they see what looks like someone coming or going from a, from a hunting trip, they can pull you over and go, what you got in the ice chest?
0: Yeah. That, that's what, um, you know, out in these smaller counties, I mean, we take cases in Palo, well, I, I take cases in Palo Pinto. I do too. And um, I've seen cases being filed, DWIs being filed because of, they were stopped by a game warden and, um you know had alcohol on their breath so just be wary of that well and don't
1: again this is just
0: no drinking and hunting right that's that's ridiculous right
1: (laughs) if there's a if there is alcohol involved there should be no guns if there are guns there should be no alcohol yeah yeah Yeah.
0: (sighs) agreed come on people
1: right right Uh, we don't we don't but if that happens give us a call yeah uh, you'll need you can you'll reach need us at help. texascrimdefense.com <laughs>
0: that's right you you will need some help for sure yeah because if you're doing that likely you're doing something else you know like you're, you're going to be engaged in some other behavior that's just going to get you caught and, and wrapped right. up in the system at some point in time
1: but make sure you know so again there are lots of little things but the main thing is you've got to have a license you've got to have your hunter hunter's education course if you're under 50 years old yeah um You cannot hunt out of season. You have to tag your animal properly. You have to obey criminal trespass or trespass law. Um, You cannot borrow other people's tags. You can't let them use your tags. Um, These are the common things uh, that happen. They are real. And some of them are costly
0: very costly and and just you know can be really dangerous activity if you just don't know what you're doing so um so please y'all be careful be mindful of the regulations and the rules out there um you know don't fire towards a house that's a whole different charge right um, right you know even unknowingly firing just just be aware of your surroundings when you're out there have a good time uh, i hope everybody's successful out there yeah, hope we hope you're we have- successful andrew i know you're going out yeah i'll go out um yeah. The uh, but but just you know, have a good time, take a deer, uh, legally, legally, um, and just you know, be careful.
1: Yeah, mostly have a safe hunting season. Yeah, have a crime free hunting season. Um, you know,
0: anyway, if something happens, please give us a call, contact us in some way. Uh, our website's texascrimdefense.com.
1: You can also find us on Facebook at Andrew and Andrew on Texas Criminal Defense and you can find us on Twitter. I can't remember our Twitter handle. I think we have eight followers on Twitter. A and
0: A-, 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 A, or is it Andrew and Andrew? I don't remember. Either. I
1: don't remember. I do but, check it. I do see yeah, it.
0: But but search for us there because so Andrew maintains that. He does put out some good information and links to the show and all that.
1: I'll also put picture of some pretty deer, since we're talking about them.
0: We have you. And if you're in, if you're local and want to stop by our office, uh, Andrew's got some beautiful pictures up that he's taken out at the uh, place where he hunts. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, come on by and say hi and, and take a look at some of these animals. Yeah. Be incredible.
1: So, anything else? I think that wraps us up, y'all. Okay. We will see you on the 15th. We've got some uh, potential great guests coming up and uh we'll talk to you soon.
0: Looking forward to it. Thanks, guys and gals. That was weird. Sorry.